It's already happening. Eric Fine, for example, in Illinois, a young dad. For 10 years, he's earned his living as a copywriter. This March, he lost his largest client, not to a bigger name, but to ChatGPT. It's already happening. We've heard the warnings about artificial intelligence pushing people out of the workplace, and it's only going to happen faster. Some good has come from it, but artificial intelligence is hurting people. Eric lost his entire business in March. All his clients left for ChatGPT. Now he's an HVAC technician with plans to become a plumber. Jobs AI can never take. It's scary. Bad people might use artificial intelligence to do real harm in the world. It's already happening. Our world is changing faster than we realize, but Christians can anticipate that great day when Christ returns. God will judge the world and set things right. ChatGPT can do a lot, but it can't save. Only Christ can do that. Welcome to Haven Today. I'm Charles Morris sharing the great story that's all about Jesus, and we're in a series we started yesterday called Becoming Jesus People. I so love to hear stories of revival. I think it's important to look back at how the Lord has moved to remind us that he can still do the same thing today. For example, in the 1730s, London was a very dark and lost city. But then the Holy Spirit moved, and the Great Awakening broke out in 1741, and many came to know Christ as Savior. Out of darkness came light. And the same thing happened in the late 1960s and early 70s here in North America. The hippie and free love movement was spreading everywhere as the culture seemed so dark and divided with sex, drugs, and I'll even say it, rock and roll. But then the Lord moved, saving many from their sins, and they called it the Jesus People Movement. A few years before Pastor Chuck Smith went to be with the Lord, Pastor Greg Laurie sat down with him to talk about his life story. And I find it interesting that the Lord put the hippies on the heart of Chuck's wife, Kay, long before Chuck began to reach this lost generation. Kay Smith... I think, is the unsung hero of the Jesus movement. Oh, yes. I mean, everyone knows about your role and, and uh, another fellow we're going to talk about in a moment. But, but Kay, your wife, had a vision, or not a vision, excuse me, a heart, a burden, I should say, for these hippie kids. Yes. And there, uh, where you guys lived, uh, there would be little you know, hippie kids that would walk back and forth in front of your house, right. and they were on drugs, and she prayed for them. And right. you know what I told her years later, when I found out where you lived, I said, Kay... I was one of those kids. I literally, (laughs) there was this kid that I knew, we used to go get high in his house, and we would walk right by your house. We didn't know who you were. (laughs) And your wife was praying for us. And and the Lord gave you this burden, but you didn't know any hippies. So your daughter, Jan, uh, met a genuine hippie named John. And he hooked you up with with the super hippie, yeah. Lonnie Frisbee. True. <laughs> and uh, tell us a little bit of your reflections on Lonnie Frisbee and the role he played in the Jesus movement at Calvary Chapel. Well, of course, uh, as you, you mentioned, uh, uh, our kids, our daughter was in the, her first year of college, and uh, our sons were both in high school at the time at Harbor High. Right. And uh, so... Um, it was, uh, you know, that's the thing that really caused Kay real concern because all of these hippies in this area and s- such a uh, use of drugs and free use of drugs. Yeah. Of course, the 
drug of the time was uh, acid, and yeah. uh, you know it, the kids were getting high, and yeah. and of course uh, she just uh, was concerned for her own children, and uh, just kept saying, you know, we've got to reach these kids. They're they just need the Lord, honey. And I said, no, they're dirty hippies, you know. And, uh, yeah. They need a bath, you know. Yeah. Uh, but uh, she kept, you know, pressing. Well, uh, she said, um, we, we've got to reach them. Somehow we've got to reach them. And, uh, well, when Jan started going with John, uh, he wasn't a hippie. He had straightened up. He was going to Bible college, and that's yeah. where she met him at Southern California College there. Uh, he was, you know, short hair and cleaned up kid, and we didn't know his background. Uh, but then when we uh, started, uh, really, when Lonnie came in and all, then he showed his, his driver's license, and he had the long hair, beard, and yeah. the whole thing, and yeah. we were sort of shocked. And so John was... Uh, driving down Fairview past Orange Coast College and he saw this hippie kid hitchhiking and whenever he saw them hitchhiking he would pick them up so he could witness to them about the Lord. And so uh, he picked up this kid started to witness to him and he said, where are you going? He said, I'm not going anywhere. He said, I just hitchhike so I can witness whoever picks me up. And uh, That was Lonnie Frisbee. That was Lonnie Frisbee. And so uh, he said, well, there's a guy that I need to introduce you to. And that's you. That was me. And yeah. so he brought us, him over to the house. And, uh, and he, I opened the, I heard the doorbell and I knew that John was coming to date my daughter. And I went to the door and here's uh, John standing with Lonnie. And he reached out his hand and, you know, he introduced me and he reached out his hand. Firm grip. And, yeah. and you know, he had a charisma uh, to him, you know. And, and so uh, we invited him in and we sat down and talked. And right. Uh, he actually then moved into the house and was living there for a couple of weeks. And he'd bring kids over to baptize them in our doughboy pool in the backyard. And uh, yeah. And then you introduced him to your, now I know your congregation, Calvary Chapel. You were doing a series on the end times. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was growing. And you bring Lonnie in. And you have him share with his wife, Connie. And now kids are coming to, the young hippies are coming to Calvary Chapel. This is something yes. nobody else was doing. Because you yourself have been very candid about the fact that you were, you know, resistant at first, the dirty hippies. Very true. But you opened your heart, you overcame your prejudices, you let the kids in, and what was happening was an explosion. Greg Laurie and Chuck Smith talking about the Jesus movement and how it began in a little church in Costa Mesa, California. Stay with me. We're going to hear a couple of excerpts from the new movie about this movement called Jesus Revolution. And we'll go to God's Word to learn how the unchanging truth of Jesus and His gospel can transform the darkest of hearts. And then after the program, I'd like to send you the brand new movie about Greg and Chuck called Jesus Revolution. This film was made by the same team that brought you I Still Believe, and it was a surprise hit in theaters earlier this year. And I know it'll be a hit in your home as you watch this true story. And it's my prayer, it will encourage all of us to start praying today for our own revival and to share the good news of Christ with our friends, families, and neighbors. You can watch excerpts from the movie and make your gift at haventoday.org. That's haventoday.org. Or you can call us after the program at 800-65-HAVEN, 800 65 Haven. Now let's open the program with the late Keith Green. Your love broke through. Like a foolish dreamer trying to build a 
sky All my hopes Would come tumbling down And I never knew just why Until today When you pulled away the clouds That hung like curtains on my eyes But I've been blind All these wasted years And I thought I was so wise But then you took Searching for that crazy missing part And with one touch You just rolled away The stone that held my heart And now I see That the answer was as easy As just asking you in And I am so sure I could never doubt Your gentle touch again It's like Through Speaking of Jesus, sung for us by Keith Green, a song from 1977, A Haven Today called Becoming Jesus People. In many ways, the Jesus Revolution or the Jesus Movement was a time when young people were finally coming to grips with the gospel. Many of them were hippies, but they didn't start life as hippies. So many of those who turned to Christ had experience in the church. They grew up in the church or their parents made them go to church. It was a forced spirituality that so many were turning away from. That's what made the way of love in these communities so attractive. It was free. It was willing. No one was forced to do anything or be anyone they didn't want to be. In the face of a spirituality that forced young men and women to act and be a certain way, the hippie life presented freedom. Well, that's what made the Jesus movement so powerful. 
Chuck Smith had learned that hippies were not anti-God or anti-spiritual. They were in search of an ultimate reality. They were in search for the Lord. And this is something that the movie shows us, not just in the hippie Lonnie Frisbee, but in the story of Greg Laurie. In the movie, he meets a young woman who is asking the same questions about truth and reality. Hey, Kathy! No, 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 I said no. (laughs) Come here! I think there's a guy who wants to meet you. He's a little strange, but go easy on him. Okay. Hey, square. I am not a square. Sorry, sorry, you dress like one. This is Greg, and he's going to be coming to school here. Um, actually, I can't come to school here. Can't? You can do whatever you want. You know that, right? Maybe you can't, actually. So what, this? No, 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 no. This is not my idea. This is my mom's oh. idea. She thinks the academy will expand my opportunities. See, I would rather expand my mind. Give me a break. You're in high school. All they teach is propaganda and lies. <laughs> okay. What if, what if there is no truth? What if it's all just different points of view? Did you just quote Allen Ginsberg? Yeah. What? You read Ginsburg? Yeah, some. But you know what? I actually disagree with him on that. Some things are absolutely true. Yeah, like what? I don't know. I haven't found him yet. But at least now we're asking the right questions. Huh. That was an excerpt from the Jesus Revolution movie. A young Greg Laurie talking with his future wife. You can do whatever you want. It's all different points of view. That was the prevailing idea at the time, relativism. The idea that just because you believe something to be true didn't mean it was true for everyone. And before you rush to laugh at this, you need to know that there is some merit there. In North America, it's true that we drive on the right side of the road. Try to drive on the other side and you'll find yourself in a lot of pain or trouble or both. But just because it's true here doesn't mean it's true everywhere. Like in England, they drive on the left side. Relativism helps us think about these things in a more structured way, but it has a serious problem. If you take it too far, then you have to say that nothing is really true. But we know that cannot be. Why? Because we live in reality. We see things and we experience things every day that tell us they are real and very true. The world exists. God exists. The reality of the Lord and the world he created confronts us every day. Whether we say we believe in it or not, the world is still there. Whether we believe in the Lord or not, he is still there. And that's where relativism goes wrong. It neglects the kinds of truth that don't change. Greg Laurie knew that. But in his younger years, he wasn't quite sure what those truths were. Bill Bright, the founder of Campus Crusade for Christ, wanted to help people learn the fundamental truths about the Lord. So he came up with four spiritual laws to help communicate the basic truths about God and the essential message of God's gospel. Here's the first law. An unchanging truth about the world, no matter where you are or what you currently believe. God loves you and has a wonderful plan for your life. 
That's the first truth we all need to know about the world. There is a God. He created the world and you in it. And this God has and offers you his wonderful plan. Now, that may sound like a sales pitch, but that's not it. This wonderful plan is a life of meaning and purpose, a life full of joy and comfort and a loving relationship with your Lord. That's what it means to enjoy God's wonderful plan for your life. This is the first unchanging truth that we need to know. And it's something that Greg Laurie needed to learn as he wrestled with his faith. I want to listen to another scene from the Jesus Revolution movie where Greg and his future wife, Kathy, were reaching their breaking points. Greg is realizing that the Lord is real and that love is embodied in the person of Jesus Christ. He was learning this first fundamental truth, but he was scared to give his life. Will you just give this a chance? I I, I don't know. I think I might be real. That's the problem, Kathy. I just can't be let down again. Yeah. What I felt in there, I haven't. I know. What if it's another high? What if it's just another drug? You know? It's good for a minute and then it's gone. What then? We can find out together. That was a scene from the Jesus Revolution film showing how the Jesus movement began and how it saved Greg Laurie and his wife Kathy. It's an emotional scene, but I want to focus on one thing that young Kathy said. As she chased an emotional Greg out of the church, she said, Can you just give this a chance? I think this might be real. Remember that in their first meeting in the movie, they discussed truth and relativism. Greg was sure that absolute truth was real. He just wasn't sure what was absolutely true. Kathy thought she had found it. She thought this might be real. The message of love and hope in the person of Jesus Christ. She was sure it was real. And she wanted Greg to find out with her. God loves you. That's something that doesn't change. It's something that's real. The Lord loves you and offers you a wonderful plan. How do I know this? Because Jesus Christ came to save us. And when he came, he said God so loved this world that he gave his only son, that whoever would believe in him would not perish, but find everlasting life. That's the wonderful plan. And it's a real plan. And in the face of this wonderful truth of God's love for you in the person of Jesus, I wonder today, do you believe it? Are you still on your search for truth, or have you rested on the unfailing promises of Christ? The Lord is waiting for you. He's waiting with open arms. He's not asking you to change your life or to clean yourself up. He's asking you to just come, to come and receive his grace and his love. Jesus gives that to you, and that is something you can be absolutely certain of. Would you join me in prayer right now? Lord, today we live not just in complicated times, but in complex times. Nothing, nothing, nothing seems to make sense. But there's one thing that does make sense. If we just cry out to you, dear Father in heaven, 
if we cry out to Jesus Christ, who died on the cross to set us free, to save us from our sins, to give us a new life, to make sense out of the unsensible, to, Lord, be on our knees and find faith like we've never known faith before, faith that lasts, faith that keeps, faith in Christ alone. May all of us do that today. Some of us have never approached your throne of grace. May we do that now. And may those of us who know Christ already come one more time and say thank you, Lord Jesus, in whose name we pray. Amen. From 1973, Phil Kagey's playing the guitar there. That's Nancy Honeytree and Clean Before the Lord here on A Haven Today. And I'm Charles Morris in a program called Becoming Jesus People. As many of you know, 
The late 60s and 70s were troubling times. But as the movie Jesus Revolution reminds us, God moved in a mighty way to save so many who were lost in the hippie movement. In 1971, a Time magazine reporter explained what he saw. Jesus is alive and well and living in the radical spiritual fervor of a growing number of young Americans who have proclaimed an extraordinary religious revolution in his name. It is a startling development for a generation that has been constantly accused of tripping out or copping out with sex, drugs, and violence. That pretty much sums it up. And when you watch the new movie called Jesus Revolution, you'll see how it all started. I believe you need to see this film. This movie was made by the team that brought you I Can Only Imagine, and I believe it'll encourage you to keep praying for revival today. And it could be a great way to share the gospel with people in your life who haven't met Jesus yet. So would you visit our website? Why don't you watch some excerpts from the Jesus Revolution DVD and make your gift there at haventoday.org, haventoday.org. Or call us now at 800-65-HAVEN, 800-65-HAVEN, and we'll get a copy out the door to you right away. And just as we have to go, if you wanted to, still get the Chronicles of Narnia radio theater presentation of C.S. Lewis's classic books, we still have that for your gift as well. I'm Charles Morris. Thanks for joining me. Won't you come back again tomorrow? When again on Wednesday, we'll share together this great story that's all about Jesus here on Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with Jesus, I'm Charles Morris with Haven Ministries, inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. When one of my colleagues first got his driver's license, he found out that the first time he drove to work, his dad was a few cars behind him just to make sure he made it safe and sound. Our Heavenly Father doesn't worry like we do, since he knows all things. But like my colleague's dad, he is present even when we don't realize it. In Psalm 77, the writer Asaph writes of great displays of power and creation, thunder, lightning, earthquakes, waters. They are all under his control. Psalm 77, 19, your path led through the sea, your way through the mighty waters, though your footprints were not seen. Are you in the midst of a storm? The Lord is with you, footprints unseen. Get daily encouragement from God's word with Anchor Devotional. Try it out at getanchored.com.